You're listening to Titans Time, the tailor-made podcast for all Tennessee Titans fans. Welcome back to Titans Time. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. Today, uh, we have a special guest on our podcast, Tic Tac Titans, uh, also known as Tyler Rowland. He is the host of the Locked On Titans podcast. He came on today to discuss the season opener versus the Broncos with us. So here's that, and we hope you guys enjoy. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter, Titans underscore time. And check out our website, titanstownpodcast.com. Welcome, everyone. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the show, we are going to have Tyler Rowland, also known as Tic Tac Titans. You can find him on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans. He is the host of the Locked on Titans podcast. Uh, Tyler, we appreciate you joining us today. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a, uh, a wonderful Saturday morning, a little brisk. But uh, gotta enjoy that that spring weather. But I'm doing doing pretty great and excited to talk some Titans football with you guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about this season opener, the Titans at the Broncos on Monday Night Football. Uh, would you say that this is the matchup that you're most excited about going into the season, or is there another game that you're kind of looking forward to a little bit more? Well, of course, I, I am excited to to go after the Ravens again. Uh, also excited to to take on the Packers uh, in Green Bay. I guess some high profile games against some big time teams. That if the Titans continue to win, then they'll continue to garner the national respect that gets them in these prime time games in these prime time situations. But I will say uh, the Broncos game and and my schedule preview episode I did say I wanted that to be prime time because I thought it would be a really fun matchup to watch so it coming out of the gate and being a Monday night game in the opening weekend which gets so many eyeballs to it I think uh, not only am I personally excited but it's a good sign for how the NFL feels about the Tennessee Titans which is is quite frankly good for all of us so yeah it is one of the more anticipated matchups out of the schedule that that I saw just taking a look at it when it came out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know that me and Tyler here are both really excited. Um, I think that I actually am looking uh, forward to the Titans at Broncos more than any other game throughout the season. Um, what do you – and I want to hear both of, your, both of you guys' inputs on this one. What do you guys think uh, about the Titans off season going into this next season? Uh, do you think that they had a really successful off season, Or, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I'll go first and then uh, go from Tyler to Tyler after this. But I would say that the offseason is a B to a B plus. Um, lost, you know, Logan Ryan, Jack Conklin, obviously, two big pieces. Uh, lost some depth, you know, veteran depth pieces like Austin Johnson and Tajay Sharp, of course. And I do like what they added uh, in the draft and the supplemental pieces that they added in free agency. But I can't say that it's a home run over the moon. If they find a way to secure Clowney before the season, then I'll probably bump that up to a, you know, an A minus because that's a big free agent acquisition um, that's a little bit different than the ones that we've seen from John Robinson so far. It's a little bit different of a level, I think, in my opinion. So right now, I would have to say uh, the Titans all season as a B to to a B plus. Uh, but the continuity 
is going to bring in everybody back the way that they did as many people as they could uh, to keep that continuity from last year's team. I think that'll be even more important than usual with the, uh, you know, strange off season that, that they're going in. So probably a solid B for me right now for the Titans in the off season, Tyler. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I'm having a little bit more towards like the B plus right now. Like you mentioned, losing Conklin, Casey, Logan, Ryan, you know, those were some big losses for us, but they did, like you mentioned in the draft, grab some good pieces. And for me, you know, I'm still waiting on that one big signing. Um, you know, we talked last week about how if the Titans end up not signing Clowney, who, you know, who else they might go after. And I'm pretty big on Everson Griffin. Um, I think, you know, if they don't get Clowney, Griffin is another good free agent out there that if they got him, I could see him moving up, you know, to the off season grade of being in like that A minus or possibly even an A for me, uh, just because I think that would just cap off their off season uh, moves. Yeah, I, uh, I, I totally yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah, I think that both of those evaluations are fair. Um, I kind of fall right there in between both of you guys. There's kind of a small margin there between B minus and, you know, B, B plus. But I kind of fall right there in between you guys. Um, one guy I would like to see him bring in, though, is Taylor Gabriel. I think that right now mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of depth at wide receiver. Um, so I'd like to see Taylor Gabriel come in. He's kind of a burner. Um, but the big story going into the Broncos game is Jarrell Casey. Um, and so Tyler Rowland, um, I'm going to have you go first on this one. What do you guys think about the matchup with Jarrell Casey and how much of an impact is that off season trade going to have on this game? Well, I, I think it could have a big impact because Jarrell Casey knows the strengths and weaknesses of the different offensive linemen from being on the team with them. Uh, going through practice against them. Obviously, the coaches are working with them on different techniques and stuff during practice. So uh, I think that Casey, like let's say Jarrell Casey gets matched up with Nate Davis. Does anybody think that Jarrell Casey won't get the better of him in that matchup? Like I'm high on Nate Davis and his potential, but but Jarrell Casey is going to be so ready to go. And he's a veteran, so it's fair to say, you know, he gets older, he wears down. Well, it's going to be week one. He's not going to be tired. So he's going to, you know, have his best amount of energy of the season in week one, he's going to be motivated. So I have the feeling that Drell Casey, if he gets matched up against Nate Davis over and over, could be a game wrecker. But the, the Titans have to be prepared, and the Broncos have a really solid defense on paper and a very good defensive coach in Vic Fangio. So I think that Jarrell Casey does has does have the ability to to impact the game because he knows the ins and outs of the different offensive linemen. But, I mean, the Titans got to worry about that entire defense too. So it, it's going to be a tough game in Denver, but Jarrell Casey can definitely have a major impact. Tyler? Oh, yeah. I mean, I completely agree with that. You know, it would be different if, you know, they traded Casey to a team that didn't already have, you know, some really good defensive pieces you know you're adding him to that line along with von miller so you know it's not like the titans can even though casey's going to like you said know a lot of the offensive linemen's tendencies and everything from going against him in practice for so many years 
you know, the Titans, you know, their linemen also got to go against him. So they kind of know his tendencies. But, and, you know, the Titans just as a whole, they can't go into this game being like, all right, you know, we're not going to let him really, uh, you know, we're not just going to focus on him because, you know, Von Miller coming off the edge and just the Broncos defense as a whole, there's just so many pieces that you can't just focus on one guy and say, all right, you know, we're taking him out of the game because someone else is going to burn you on that defense. And not to forget, they did lose Chris Harris Jr., but also, uh, I believe, added, was it A.J. Bouye? Yes, they added A.J. Bouye. Um, obviously, you know, to go with Von Miller, Jarrell Casey, Bradley Chubb, uh, they they have a pretty good defense over there, and and like I said, a good defensive coach. So it's going to be a tough test to start the season. So last year, um, Titans played the Broncos, losing sixteen to nothing. Sixteen and to a, nothing, guys. Yes. Sixteen to 16. nothing. The Broncos got to win. They won sixteen to nothing last year. There's nothing different about the Titans, duh. And um, you know, in, in a game where Brendan McManus scored the most points out of anyone on the field. So, uh, and now the Broncos have added Melvin Gordon. They've added Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler. Um, are you scared of the Broncos offense at all? Do you think they've made enough of an improvement to actually put up some points on the Titans this year? Uh, I'll say, uh, the Broncos offense being good is not a lock. You know, I, that's, that's what it comes down to for me. I, I don't trust Drew Locke. He, he's got to prove it to me. He had a decent end of the season last year, but I think that it's a possibility that the Denver Broncos have the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now and that uh, Cam Newton could be their quarterback by week three. I, I guess Drew Locke wow. could be good and they gave him a bunch of weapons. They did, but, you know, are we going to trust an offense where two of their top weapons are rookie wide receivers and their next best option? I mean, they have Cortland Sutton, who is a, a bona fide, you know, stud receiver, but Noah Fant is still a young player and they got two rookies added to the mix. Melvin Gordon, if we're going to keep it 100 here, Melvin Gordon has been good like one year of his entire career. Every other year of his career, he's under four yards per carry. Uh, last year, he looked like a fool with the way he handled his contract situation. It wasn't that good of a player when he came back and got supplanted by Austin Eckler. Uh, I do like Philip Lindsay, I, I, I will say. But I guess this is one of those things. Every year, everyone is high on certain teams. Everyone has hope. Every team is 0-0, of course. And this Broncos team seems like a team that's going to get a little bit overhyped preseason because they have flashy names and exciting names and exciting skill position players that they added, which, you know, gets the people going. But I guess I'm just not 100% sold on Drew Locke being able to turn that Broncos offense and then a bunch of young guys being able to turn this into one of the better teams in the NFL or a playoff contender yet. I'm just not certain that that's going to be the case so far. And I think that youth, on the Broncos offense could maybe cancel out some things. Sorry, my dog's excited about the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, you know, yeah, I I agree with you. What it kind of makes me think of right now with how the Broncos offense is getting hopped up, do they have the potential to be really good? You know, yes. Uh, like you said, not too big on Drew Locke. I don't know that he's – I need to see more from him first. But they added these young pieces. 
their first, you know, regular season game is going to be, you know, Monday night football against the Titans. You know, they're coming in on a big stage already. So there's going to be a lot of pressure there. So can they come in, actually live up to the hype? It makes me think back to last year when, you know, the whole offseason, the Browns, you know, got hyped up. Oh, this offense is going to be great. You know, it's going to be amazing. And then the Titans come in week one and just, you know, on them. So, you know, I I need to see how this Broncos offense actually – I need to see them perform first before I really say that I'm, you know, nervous about Sold their – Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, mentioning the Browns and – the absolute thrashing that the Titans gave them last season. Um, what about a score prediction? What do you guys think um, for week one, Titans at Broncos, uh, whoever wants to go first, give me a score prediction. I have this game. Uh, my score prediction is going to be 24-21 with the Titans winning. Uh, and, you know, when I was – thinking about what the score was going to be, I was kind of given, you know, the Broncos offense and all the weapons that they have added. Uh, you know, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt, uh, you know, thinking that, all right, there's a good chance they could come out and put up, you know, maybe three touchdowns on the Titans. But I still, in the end, have the Titans winning this game. Um, you know, there's just so many reasons why I think the Titans are going to be extra ready for this game you know first like you mentioned they got shut out last year against the broncos and then of course the broncos trading for casey and just it being a prime time game i do not see the titans losing this game i think they're going to come out with the attitude of proving their self and just you know like i said win the game 24 21 I like your your thought process there of trying to prove themselves. I think one thing that we've we've gotten ourselves into a good spot. Um, the Titans are underdogs again. People are picking the Colts to win the AFC South. People are the Broncos are favored in the game. The, the Titans are. I, I guess a lot of people are saying that last year was a fluke or a flash in the pan or lightning in a bottle, whatever cliche you want to think. So I do think that the Titans will be extra motivated because of that, feeling like they did a lot last year but aren't getting the adequate respect. One thing I do want to bring up, um, something that Tanner was talking about you know, early, that Denver is a, a, a tough place to play when we started talking this morning. Um, the statistics bear that out. Uh, since the Broncos opened their new stadium, they're 19 and one in September home games. Uh, they're 48, nine and two in September home games, uh, all time. So the, the Broncos have a, de- a decisive advantage in September games due to the altitude and guys not being in, you know, ready physical shape, quite frankly, uh, football game shape. So th- there are some reasons to be concerned, which could make it, you know, an even better game. But in my opinion, I don't see that the Broncos are going to be too much better from last year's game. And I do think that just honestly, because I don't necessarily believe in Drew Locke. That's what it all comes down to. But obviously, I do think that the Titans are much better. So I am going to go with 24 to 20 
Titans. I think that your score prediction 24-21 is pretty good, but I'm going to say that the Titans hold them to two field goals rather than allowing that third touchdown, and they get a grip on things in the second half. And as the Titans will do, kind of clamp down in the second half and uh, and find a way to win the ball game and get out of there in a close one, 24-20. Those are both very fair predictions. Um, myself, I see the Titans taking a loss um, 17 to 14. I think that, um, you know, like you said, the odds are pretty much stacked against them going into Denver early in the season. Um, I think that they're going to have some offensive troubles, uh, 17 to 14. And I actually think that I'll go a step further and say that each team will get a defensive touchdown. Hmm. I don't think it's crazy. I, I, I think the defenses have the potential to, uh, Definitely make some plays, and we know the guys over uh, for the Titans, especially Kevin Byard, will be waiting back there trying to make a play. Well, Tyler, um, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, We really, really appreciate it, and we are definitely excited for the Broncos game. I'll definitely be in touch with you, you know, right before the season opener so we can talk a little bit more about it when we have some more information. But once again, um, check Tyler out on Twitter, uh, at Tic Tac Titans or Tic Tac Tyler? It's uh, at Tic Tac Titans. Try at to uh, you know, keep it uh, keep it for the team rather than than on me. But uh, of course, yeah, I'm I'm over there on the Locked On Titans podcast uh, at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter, as you said. And I just want to say I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I talk Absolutely. you know basically to myself for 30 minutes a day about the team. And while I do enjoy the show, it is fun to always you know chop it up with other Titans diehards and, and people who really know the team in and out. So I, I appreciate you guys having me on and having a good conversation here. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right, guys, that was our podcast with Tic Tac Titans or Tyler Rowland. Uh, we discussed the season opener. We had a great time uh, talk, you know, talking to him about that, talking to him about Titans football. We are definitely excited uh, about the upcoming season. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Titans Time Podcast, where we will have a video dropping sometime in the near future, uh, covering weeks two through 17 and our predictions for that. So that will be on there, whereas our predictions for week one were here on the podcast today. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Titans underscore time. Check out our Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. And take a look at our website, TitansTimePodcast.com. We always post our podcasts on there, and we also have some great Titans articles on there pretty much every day of the week. And guys, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave us that five-star rating, and you know, give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's anything that you would like us to cover. And this has been Titans Time.